Blog Talk Radio. Starts live six four six nine two nine one four eight oh coming at you guys live beyond the fourth wall. Let's get the show going on. Um, so at the moment, uh, the uh, the um, kind of what's going on is that Antichrist is 
is uh, kind of doing some other stuff uh, at the moment. Um, well, not really much of doing some other stuff. It's just that you really can't get in. I'll grab them the link. But today, it is the time for Shoot the Shit, so you guys can call in. Six- Skype. So please do that, just like what Glenn was doing. So come on. Come on. Is this better? Hello? Okay, good. I hope this is... Ah, God, I hate Gregging at the... Like this. So sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, a bunch of bullshit Gregging. I have really bad internet over here. I really don't like it. I wish I can go back up to uh, Grand Junction, but right at the moment, I'm... Well, yeah, also, I really need to get back down to Grand Junction, but... Aside from that, uh, let's get on to the video. So if anybody wants to call in, it's 646-929-1480. Call in via Skype. Just click on the Skype button, go through that, sign in, do all those things, press 1, and then you can get on live to the show... For you guys' viewing and listening pleasures. So, while everything's going around over here, um, let's talk a little bit about stuff today. Um, recently, there was an interview from uh, uh, this guy named. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, that's that's pretty good, uh, Bo, but. Um, so there was this thing called Anarchast, and uh, uh, what was going on is that he was talking to a guy named Cody Wilson. Well, no, it's actually not. It's actually uh, Cody Drummond, in which uh, he created this thing called uh, Peacekeeper. If you guys ever never heard of the the Peacekeeper app, definitely look it up. Uh, it's uh, Peacekeeper dot com. Uh, I'll get you guys a link in just a minute, but, um, definitely try to check this out. I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, for what it is, it's definitely awesome for what, uh, for how it's created and how you guys do it. Um, let me put this in the link, or at least inside the chat, check this out. It's very cool. I mean, it's the app inside your own smartphone, and it does put a void uh, when people say what will happen when a fire department comes around or what will happen if there was a medical emergency without the EMTs and doctors and everything like that. And it brings just something wonderful of how it brings in and just puts in that very understanding of trying to make a life within a stateless society and I really like how technology is going through and um, through this way so I'm really excited for this Um, I'm kind of hoping that I can get uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe one day that uh, uh, we can get them onto the show and we can definitely talk to them Uh, that would be definitely a lot of fun 
Um, so remember, you guys call in six four six nine two nine one four eight zero. As we go through that, I'm also giving a brother of mine a link to the show. you want oh that's like anyways <laughs> sorry about that um so definitely call in try it have fun trolling I don't really care uh Jesus I can't even get this shit done <laughs> sorry about that um Alright, alright, cool. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Good evening. Yes, Good sorry. Evening. Yes. Oh, no problem. I, I got something I wanted to bring up. What? Um, Who's been watching Rebel's Twitter account? Well, he's doing this Halloween 22, where he's a different account every day. I really don't know. <laughs> oh, well, so far he's... For a day at a time, he's been Slow Joe, Vasco, the Jester, uh, Cassandra Rules, Yan. <laughs> oh, he's he's picking some winners. Today he was Becalina, so it's kind of a you know not so not so trolling day. No, well it's. Uh... Well, it's pretty interesting of how uh, he actually just wants to do that for every day of Halloween. I wonder what he's going to do for the big three-one. Well, yeah, as we get, as we get. Oh, he was Ron Brin for a day too. I mean, you can't, you can't not do Ron Brin. Uh, I hope he does weave. <laughs> that would be very good. Uh, maybe he'd do Lamo too. That would be funny. <laughs> But, you know, I, I I didn't understand why he was doing it at first. You know, it didn't seem to make much sense. I didn't know about the 22 days and all this stuff. But uh, it's actually a very, very subliminal troll. You know, he's just demonstrating all the shit he's tired of on Twitter. <laughs> yep. But, you know... It's Twitter. <laughs> yep, yep. So we have seven to seven forty on the line. Um, is this Bo? Yes, it is. Okay. What's going on, man? Not much yet. Good. I was just talking with um, what is his name? Uh, Derek J. Thompson here on Twitter, and I oh, just yeah. found out that you can get a thirty-two ounce red. Uh, beer in Canada for like five sixty five, and I feel like we're being shit on here in the states. That's just not right, man. We can't even do that for a twenty two ounce. Well, maybe a twenty two ounce. That's ridiculous. Thirty two ounces and it's less than six dollars. Well, that's that's not a common deal. 
I mean, overall, alcohol is cheaper in the States than it is in Canada, for sure. See, he's making it sound like going out to a bar. Well, specifically going out to a bar, though. Not like getting it from a grocery store or a liquor store, taking it home, that type of thing. Well, that's probably what he's doing. Yeah, he's that is what he's doing. He was yeah. bitching about not having his beer refilled on Twitter. And uh, someone was telling him to shut up because they're starving children in China that don't even have beer. And... Uh, <laughs> To which he said, yeah, but I'm paying for the waitress to come and refill my beer. And I said, yes, this is true. The beer is grossly overpriced. And then he replied, no, actually, it's not in Canada. That's just American. I'm like, what? So I asked him, you know, how much is like 22-ounce porter or something? And he's like, well, they don't have a porter here, but a red is like less than 6 bucks for 32 ounces. And that's an outrage. What are you going to do? Move to Canada. <laughs> For the beer. I don't know. Do you smoke, uh, Bo? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay. No, I don't smoke. I've never really gotten into smoking cigarettes, and on top of that, smoking weed, I can't do. Tried it like four times. Every single time, the same thing happens. I pass out for like 14 hours. <laughs> yeah, and I remember nothing, that. nothing wakes me up, man. Nothing. I had an alarm clock right next to my face, and it didn't wake me up. Yeah, I so. know a couple. I know a couple people like that too. It's just I don't know. It's whatever's in it just puts them out. It's not for everybody. No, but that's the thing with drugs, man. I mean, I think that people, for the most part, will find the ones that do or don't work for them. Research. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what it is, <laughs> officer. It's research. Vigilance. Look around the world. Yeah. Look at look at what you're doing. Look at what your awareness is. I mean, it's very much of a simple ideology, but many people don't listen to that. Like, what is it? Doug Stanhope had this bit about that, uh, where he said the new twenties. When the new twenties came out, they spent uh, like. Three hundred fifty thousand dollars on advertising for the new twenty, the new twenty dollar bill. What like the I fuck's think, the competition? You know, I, like, I, am I going to start spending colones just because I don't? I'm the new twenties, more of an autumn, and I'm a spring, so I'm not <laughs> going to use it now. You know, who, there is no competition, so they just piss it in your face that they are spending your money on nothing, on absolutely nothing. Whereas, you know, on the other hand, you got drugs, and he asks the crowd this. He says, let me ask you all something. Who here has done drugs in their life? And, like, pretty much the whole crowd cheered. Uh, and then he said, uh, do you have a good time? And pretty much the whole crowd cheered even more. And uh, then he said, did you ever see him advertised? Crickets. And he said, exactly. You got a good product, you don't need to advertise. People will come around. <laughs> That's well, that is stupid. I mean, advertising money, like yeah, it's Jesus. gonna get, it's gonna get out there. You're gonna move your product. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Seeing how it is the thing that everybody uses to get other products, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and they had to have known that it was pointless. Who the fuck was in charge of that? 
Whoever they are, they deserve to be burned at the stake. Well, what was the big deal? What was on the 20 that was new? Like, what's the big point? I don't know. This was back when they made, like, the big shift that had, uh, where they went from just paper and microprint to, oh, yeah. oh, now we have paper with microprint, but now there's a fucking watermark. And if you tilt it a certain way, the little 20 changes colors. And yeah. then it's also got fucking fibers in it that are red and blue that are next See? to impossible to duplicate. See, you guys got that shit from Canada. That's where that came from. Right? <laughs> all our money's like that. Right. Yeah, all well, our I mean, money's I don't know like... when your guys just started doing that. Ours started, like, when I was, I don't know, in high school. So oh, yeah, we, could... we started probably 25, 30 years ago, even. Okay, you beat us. Yep. Well, the... The Bank of Canada makes money for a lot of countries because of all this proprietary bullshit with fibers and holograms and all this shit they do. Mm-hmm. Now, did I ever ask you about the melting, the melting money? I think I asked you, and I don't remember what you said. Because I've seen well, pictures where when they came out with the new plastic bills yep. where people were like, look, it melted on my dashboard. That could happen. I don't know who keeps money on their dashboard, though. Because, like, that's just asking for someone to bust your window open. Oh, but it's Canada, <laughs> eh? All right, you guys are so damn polite. God damn you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, Bobby left a 50 out on his dash there, he did. I better, yeah, I better go tell him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> He'll buy me a coffee. Fucking hell. You know, and then just south of, of our border, it's even worse. It's weird. It, like, goes in a spectrum, like, extremely polite up in Canada. And then the further you go through America, it gets less and less polite to more and more arrogant. And when you cross the border, it's, hey, I don't care that you're my friend. If you left it out and I see it and you didn't see me take it, it's fucking mine and it's your own fault that you left it out. Heaven, limbo, Shit, and hell. Yeah. That is their attitude. From what I've heard, I don't know this as a fact. I just know people who've lived on the border, and they've said, yeah, that's actually kind of their custom. If you go over to your friend's house and he left money out and you took it, they don't even feel bad. It's like, what an idiot. He left money out. Poor so sap. It's, it's an invitation to take it. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And that fucked up? It's the exact opposite of you guys. Well, I don't know. I mean, if everybody plays by the same rules, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. it does, doesn't matter how fucked up it is, as long as everybody's got the same deal. I think that's about true. That's a good... Three. You know what? That could be the slogan for government in general right there. I think. I think you've just touched on the statist mantra. I think it's too Does real. Does it really matter how fucked up it is so long as we all have the same deal? <laughs> there it is, the status mantra. But Somebody it's not true. It's not true well, in government, though, obviously. Cause no, we don't no, no, but know. That's, like the, that's like the faith mantra. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they say to themselves to oh, make themselves feel like it's okay. Well, hey, man, we all got the same shit, though, so it's fair. Right? Oh, so you mean Democrats? Exactly, yeah, okay. <laughs>
Only they're getting so bad that they're to a point where, like, if things did get equal, they'd, like, fucking get startled and weirded out and want to make shit worse for them. You know what I mean? Like, some kind of weird, like, uh, neurotic issue that they have with themselves. We're like, oh, fuck, fuck, we got shit the way we wanted it. And now, like, fuck, we're no better than these people that we're fucking over. So, like, we got to do something about this. And, like, no one's asking you to do this shit. Like, the thing with Uber. Like, I talked with um, some relatives from California when they were here um, visiting. And uh, I talked to them about the Uber thing, and they're liberal, or rather liberal, I think. And they were just as shocked as I was. Because I was like, no, there's a lot of liberals out west, and I was shocked you guys weren't on board. And she said the same thing. She's like, I was shocked they weren't on board. Hmm. Weird. So, because, like, like we were saying, it only fucks over the people in charge of the taxi companies, and the taxi drivers could just sign up to be Uber drivers even easier than being a taxi driver. Or they can also be a taxi driver and also an Uber driver. True. Oh, I'm sure they'll True. come up with a rule against that. The difference, though, was at the same time, this was kind of funny, because, like, the argument was, and South Park touched on this, by the way, which you got to love Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yep. But they had the same argument I had, you know, basically. Like, well, if it's taking your business, how about you guys just, you know, compete in the marketplace and make your cabs nicer and and not smell so bad? Because that's another thing. At the same time, there was another issue that cabbies were fighting against, and it was to have like a uh, – I'm going to bastardize what it was called, but it's basically like a smell rating. <laughs> so, like, you couldn't be a cabbie if your cab stunk beyond a certain point. I don't know how they fucking measure this shit, but that was apparently what they were trying to achieve. Because it was getting so bad that people were like, I can't even fucking get in this cab. I can't get in. And that's how the South Park episode started. Some Russian cab driver was driving by, and this guy gets in, and he's like, oh, God, there's vomit back here. And the Russian cab driver's like, what, you know, like vomit? (laughs) And it's like, no, no, I fucking don't. Is that weird to you? Because that's kind of how bad, I guess, it's getting with cabs. In certain areas. Well, that's just it. In certain areas. I mean, you know, there's sometimes you may end up somewhere that any fucking cab is a good cab. You know? Well, yeah, I imagine that's that's kind of probably how it is around where I'm at right now. You know, it's like, get me the fuck out of here. That's the thing. Uber is not taking over in those areas. Good. So, in other words... The cabs are doing just fine there. And the cabs in places where it is that bad, they're not taking any kind of notice of why they're doing so bad. And so the government is stepping in and being like, hey, you, we got to cut down the Uber shit because it's fucking up the cabs. And it's like, no, they're fucking themselves over and something, as always, stepped in its place because there was a necessity to have cleaner, fucking nicer transportation 
that was also something that wasn't yours that you owned. So, bam, Uber was invented. It's not that surprising. No, it's not that surprising that the conglomerates of big city cab companies who donate a lot of money to political parties, I'm sure, made a few phone calls and voila. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if they're still doing all right. There's competition. Fuck that. We don't want competition. We want it all. Well, and it goes to show that even the liberals aren't liberal. You know, they they paint that face to get votes, but they're just as in control, or they're they're being just as controlled by corporations as uh, Republicans are, or as conservatives are. Oh, definitely. I mean... Both the parties are fucked, and I imagine it's the same in just about every country. Yeah, they're all bought. That's the problem. Yeah. But... You know, it's fun. the way I look at it, though, it's uh, you got liberals and conservatives. So you got the people from the Woodstock generation that would have gone to Woodstock. They're all the liberals. And you got the people who would have arrested everybody. They're the conservatives. But the bottom line is they all sold out. Yeah. This is when, this is when I always get shit for saying this, but the boomer generation fucking sold out. That's why we are where we are. The Woodstock generation, the Vietnam protest generation, sold out. Mm. And and that's why we're... True that. You know what I've heard people say who grew up then but weren't a part of that? I've heard them say, well, you know what happened was they didn't get their way. So they got all resentful and when they then they started running for politics so that they could just get in and well you know what resentful people do they act out of spite so all the bullshit that you see right now is them going fine fine you didn't like the peace and love shit fine carbon taxes fuck you how do you like that shit and then i'm going to cruise around in a jet cuz you didn't want to get on board the peace train well, I think that's too personalized. Maybe. You know, that, that's yeah. the problem. That's the problem you might with be right. That's the problem with government power now. There is no personal touch to it. It's all fucking corporate. You know, everything there's a list for doing th- everything. Step mm-hmm. 1, step 2, step 3, step 4. You know, like there's just no room for humanism anymore. It's just a fucking machine. And it doesn't work for us. It works for the people who paid for the machine. And why is it so easy to fool everyone, though, when it comes to... Because, like, you and I talk about corporations, and we're on a similar page. Whereas, I think we're both of the mind that, yeah, they just shouldn't exist. It's a horrible idea in the first place. Whereas other people think the word corporation is just Oh, it just means a business that is large. It's like, mm-hmm. no. wow, that's very ignorant of you, and I wish that you would not enter your two cents into any political argument ever again until you are educated, or at least go and figure shit out. The information's out there. 
Well, There's no excuse for you to think that a corporation is just a really large business. That's true. But my big problem is multinationals. Now, people talk about capitalism. Well, it'd be yeah. nice if, it would be nice if we had capitalism, but this isn't it. In, no. in, in a full capitalist world, there would be no multinationals. Absolutely not. You know? Everybody would have what they needed because they were in the business of supporting themselves and prospering. So, you know, they wouldn't be running around all over the world trying to see who they could exploit this year on which continent. They'd be, yeah. sticking, they'd be sticking to their own shit and actually building strong countries by doing everything in-house, you know, the way the Western world used to 50 years ago. But I don't even know how national they would be. Really? Well, but, yeah, that would depend if they wanted to be or needed to be, I guess. Or if they could pull it off. Because my, my big, my big um, what if, when it comes to, all right, if we abolished corporations, how big could business, just a business, get? I mean, fuck all the titles, LLC or whatever. I don't give a shit. Let's say there's no licenses, there's no government. You just run a business, and you have a widget, and everybody likes the widget. So you make more, and people are like, hey, man, I've had these widgets all my life, and I want to help you make these because I love them. You know, and I think I have an idea to improve them. And then, boom, they co collaborate, and it grows, right? Yeah. So let's see. How big could it get with no government, no regulation, no rules, all the mistakes, and no scapegoat? Which, if, and if people didn't know, the whole point of corporate... Uh, a corporate designation incorporating a business is so that the people at the top can no longer be blamed for their mistakes. Yep. So, so I mean, and it's the definition. So it always shocks me, all these people constantly, like during the Mitt Romney, um, when he was out talking with people in like, I don't know, fucking Iowa or some shit, and people were yelling at him like, corporations aren't people. And he's like, yeah, corporations are people, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they were getting, like, angry. It's like, I, I'm not a fan of the man, but I'm sorry he's right. The definition, I mean, what should he have done? Held up a fucking book and said, no, seriously, I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> this is like in Encyclopedia Britannica or some shit, you know, a corporation. Well, it's a legal, a legal uh, d designation given to a business by a government so that uh, they have personhood from a legal stance, you know. So, therefore, uh, you, you're to treat this business as if they're a person. Not the people in the business, just the business itself. So if you get a problem or, say, like, uh, uh, like Home Depot, um, they've got, like, shitty fucking employees that don't know how to operate forklift but you need wood off the top fucking rack so they get the fork truck in there and they pick up the wood and then the oops i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and i'm getting paid minimum wage anyways and i dumped a bunch of wood onto your daughter and now she's dead oh well i'm minimum wage he's not going to feel the heat from that at all and neither are the people that own the damn thing because when you sue them it comes out of the business account it doesn't come out of the dude that runs the place. 
doesn't come out of his pocket. The guy might get fired, but he can still go get another job somewhere. Um, so that's really what corporate hood means. That's what being a corporation means. It's never been a good idea. It's a horrible idea. And uh, where were we going with this? Well, it's all about liability. There's no doubt. But, I mean, there was a time. The Eisenhower, oh, right. You know, Eisenhower era. Corporations had rules. You want this privilege? These are the rules. And those rules are gone. That's the problem. Yeah. You know? So, if we were if we had no government and no corporate hood, that's where we were going with this. So you didn't have any of this protection because that's what all that shit does is protect these people that have all that fucking money. Could they get to that type of position? Could there be such a thing as a CEO who's got this cush job that he doesn't have to get his hands dirty for nothing, or the president or the owner, whatever you want to, depending on how big the business gets? At what point does it get so big that you just can't manage the people you have to where you can cover the overhead of the mistakes? That's always been a big what-if for me, because I don't think any business could get too big because at some point, and I imagine it's the point when you start to sprawl within a state, you can't fucking be in a million places at once, let alone a hundred. So if shit happens in northern Illinois and your fucking base is in the middle and then another fucking crazy thing happens in the southern Illinois part and you're like, fuck, I got two lawsuits going because some asshole doesn't know how to operate the thing for the widget maker and it killed people because he didn't know what he was doing. Well, you're responsible. It's your fucking business. You're in charge of who gets hired. You're in charge of are they trained, are they not. You know, And when shit happens, there's no contingency plan anymore because this isn't a government. You're not a corporation. You're not protected. Now it's all on your shoulders. All that pressure and all that weight is on the dude that started the fucking thing. So well, how big could it actually get well, before that guy either loses his fucking marbles or loses all of his goddamn money? Well, I mean, that's that's another huge factor in the game. I mean, you've talked about it on your shows before. People like Dow and DuPont and these fuckers, it's in their yearly budgets how much they're going to have to pay in fines and settlements. It's already there. And this is the problem because the rules are so clear to them that they can sit down and say, okay, if we break this, what's it going to cost us? And they can find out before they even do it because that's how clear the rules are for them. The thing is for people, rules are just suggestions. Any fucking thing can happen. You know, you can walk. You can be fucked for life with some judgment against you. You could go to jail, you know, but corporations, they know what they're going to be liable for before they even do it, and that's if they get caught. You know, that's what, if that disappeared and the size of corporations stayed the way they are, we would still see a huge change. Yeah, well, like, and they've got image control. They've got departments for fucking image control. You can't well, do course. that really for an individual. For an individual, they kind of, their image is gone 
which is probably why the dude that was at BP who did all the fucking apologizing is not with them anymore. Because you can do that so much, but you're still the face of it. And once you're gone, what do you know? BP is still fucking around. They're still around. Who thought that that would keep going? Well, who knows? I thought that BP would go the way of, like, uh, rider trucks. Oh, no. British Petroleum is fucking huge. Yeah. And how long long did it really take for them to get back in? They've got offshore drilling permits again fucking already. You know? No accountability. No. On, On any end. It should be the accountability of our own government, too, to say, no, you don't get a fucking license. You're done. You're literally done. Well, see, that's what happens in a country like Venezuela or Cuba. And, you know, we don't want to be anything like them. You know, yeah. that's that's the truth of it. That's the truth of the matter. You can have these political system labels all you want. But take the same scenario in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, and say Venezuela. And see see which country has different results, results that maybe have a little more about the people in mind than just covering things up and passing some money around and carry on. You know? Yeah. And you're right. People accept it. People just don't even fucking bat an eyelash. That's the way it is, man. Fuck off. And that's where you get people like Derek Schuyler Brooks. Well, good for him. I know. I, I'm. That's again. I, I'm going to keep saying his name. I'm never going to forget his name. He's a hero. I'm hoping one day to visit him in prison, and maybe bring him a coffee or something, just to be like, "Look, dude, you did what we were all thinking." The He's next time, a- my supervisor says. It's just the way it is, man. You just got to follow rules. I wish I could just, like, steal a train and drive it through all kinds of shit and be like, hey, man, you said that's just the way it is. Fuck you. Well, there's got to be a movie out of this. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we should uh, we should get some wheels turning, man. I don't know anybody in Hollywood, but maybe we can get, like, a PBS movie or something. <laughs> HBO. There you go, man. HBO would make a movie of this shit. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I but think we're probably we're probably behind already though. There's probably fucking ten screenplays being written already. Did you ever watch uh Newsweek? Uh what do you mean? I think that was the name of the show. Um it was a show on HBO. Uh, oh no, I, I, I don't I, I don't get HBO. That costs money. Well you don't have to pay for HBO. I've said it many times. You can watch just about anything you want for free streaming online. You just got to dig a little tiny bit and you can find every episode of anything. You don't even have to download it. That's true. Anyways, it was a good show, sort of. I had a problem with it because it was extremely uh, liberal-based. I mean, it was so liberal-leaning, it was ridiculous. They had some things in it that were good. But then there was other parts that were, I don't know, that that sound the same as like when John Oliver was like uh, talking about uh, corporations not being people. 
and, and saying, oh, no, they don't have a religious right. And it's like, nope, I'm sorry, John Oliver, but either you're going to say we shouldn't have corporations ever or you're going to accept the definition of it. Pick one of those two. Those are your only options. Hmm. I don't think he'd want to play that game. No, probably not. No. Also, he's uh, he's British, so I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I've got more of a local issue. Um that's been pissing me off. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but uh, we found out that trick-or-treat, you know, Halloween, the night you go trick-or-treating, um, this this year is perfect, man. The 31st lands on a goddamn Friday. Yep. You would think that there's no excuse this time for... Whoever I don't I don't even know who the fuck is in charge of this shit, but somebody so whoever's in charge of deciding what day the town does the trick or treating, um, they always pick a different day than Halloween. They never pick Halloween, and they always have an excuse. Well, it's not on Friday. Well, it's not on the weekend. So we wanted to make it the weekend, so it's easier for everyone. Well, this year it's on fucking Friday. There's no excuse, right? Nope, they're doing it on Thursday. What? <laughs> yeah, well, well, why? No reason. Uh, fuck you, there's no reason. There is a reason. And I have a feeling you guys are a bit paranoid uh, about paganism. But y'all need to fucking realize something, and that's that most of the dates in Christianity for holidays were taken from pagan fucking holidays. So, you're all kind of fucked on that front. Go celebrate some fucking rabbits and eggs and praise Ishtar on Easter. Because, sorry, it has nothing to do with Jesus. Well, depends who you ask for that, too. I know, but the link a bunny, rabbit, and eggs to Jesus and... I'm sure that you'll be on uh, fucking Jeopardy and kicking Watson's ass <laughs> next week. Well, dude, remember uh, South Park? They totally broke it out of the water. I mean, come on. Mm. <laughs> right? Because the Pope was supposed to be a rabbit because no human could possibly speak for God. <laughs> I'll... I'll th- <laughs> That's a better explanation than the church has ever come up with. Yeah, but it's counterproductive to their mission, so mm-hmm. they're not going to say yeah. that. No, of course not. Never. Of course not. And they're not going to kick uh, pedophiles out of the church either, so that's also counterproductive to their mission. What the fuck is their mission if they're not kicking pedophiles out? I mean, then again, come to think of it, neither does the government. Both of them don't kick pedophiles out. I have a feeling that these large organizations throughout the world that don't kick pedophiles out, their main goal must be something pedophile-based. It's a hypothesis. Um, We can sit on it for a minute. No pun intended. No pun intended. Um, Get your minds out of the gutter. Fucking blue waffle flower for all. I'm not typing that into Google. You can't make me. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm of the mind that I think most of these gigantic organizations are just full of really fucked up people, which is why most of them are old. Most of the people in them are extremely fucking old. They look like they're going to die tomorrow. I mean, look at some of the people that are senators and shit. Look Look at John McCain. Some of these people, man, you look at them and you swear they should have died years ago and there's something keeping them alive. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's satanical rituals where they Voodoo. kill children and drink their blood, but I'm not saying be. it ain't. I'm not saying it ain't. That's right. Well, fucking Cheney doesn't even have a pulse, and that fucking asshole's still alive. Oh. <laughs> He's more machine now than man. Christ. He's like the God Terminator. Damn, the Terminator. <laughs> He's yeah. He's not. Or at least. Not, Arnie was T1. He's T0.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the first model. And you know what they say about the original, the first model is you never buy a first-year model because they got to go through all the bugs first, and then the next model is the one that's better, which will probably yeah. be the real-life Arnold Schwarzenegger, only a robot. How fucked up would that be if he actually became the follow-up? He's too old now. But that's the point. He's too old. So, like, they're like, well, now we have to make him a robot. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cheney was the the test. Well, that, now puts, like, we can... that puts a whole new spin on I'll be back. Yeah. I think maybe that a lot of politicians watched Judgment Day and got a hard on. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what we fucking want to do. That's what we want to do. Oh my god. Yeah, and then Rise of the Machines showed you how close it is. Yeah, we're pretty much there. Fucking right, especially with controlling the cars and stuff. Did you see Google's fucking self-driving car they tried to make look kind of friendly? Yep. (laughs) They make the thing look like a marshmallow with wheels on it and little like a almost like a smiley look to it. And you know, this is going to be hard to describe, but a few, no, not a few. This is back when I was probably uh, about a senior in high school. So quite quite a few years ago. Um, I think it was Toyota. I don't remember. Some Japanese automaker developed a car that looked almost identical to that fucking thing. Just like it was either Toyota or Honda or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks a lot like that fucking thing. And the idea was, I don't remember the name of it, but the car had emotions. And I'm not saying it had artificial intelligence, but it, as a playful... Thing with the car to make people feel like their car was their friend it had little emotion and so like parts on the front of the car would change color depending on how it felt I'm not making this shit up man I'm not making this shit up I know holy it sounds like I am fuck. talk about a niche market holy fuck right well now the fucking self driving car looks like the exact same shape as that car and I'm saying like down to the like, the colors might be different, but that's about it. I mean, the headlight shape, the fucking whole front end shape, the whole 
overall profile of the car, same, exactly the same. Don't remember what the fuck it was called. And then probably taking it down if Google fucking bought it and was like, we're making that thing because it had emotion. <laughs> and But it didn't drive itself. This one's going to drive itself and it'll have emotions. And when it's on its period, it'll fucking kill everybody that's driving a normal car. Oh, dude, Maxim Overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the fucking Green Goblin version? <laughs> I'm going to get to Spider-Man. Uh, only Green. a semi-trailer. Spider-Man. <laughs> Green, Green Hornet, now we're talking. Right? Uh, yes. Bruce Lee. Yes. Kato. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't like the uh, the Seth Seth Rogen version? Uh no. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no. That's Did you I don't know what they were going for. I guess I they were going for comedy, but I was pretty sure the original was not comedy based. Well yeah. not well it was that sixties slapstick stuff, you know. It wasn't as bad as Batman, but it had moments like that. You know, and the music right. was used real corny and shit like that. But I mean the <laughs> The Green Hornet was just the opposite of Batman. Batman was almost always in the daylight. Green Hornet was almost always at night. Oh, that's right. How you fucked know? up is that? Batman was always in the daylight. He I'm was. Bat in the daylight. I know. Oh, I know it. I know it. It's just fucked up is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he's a different bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen the memes. We've gone from, uh, we've kind of come full circle. We've gone from some days you just can't get rid of a bomb to the Dark Knight Rises where he just finally gets rid of the bomb. Yeah. You know, he finally figured out how to get rid of a bomb. And well, he had some uh, short propellant, remember? Like, oh. get out of the utility belt. Just no, so yeah. happy to have that one on me. Always. Like, have you ever... That That's the thing. There was never... The guy's got, like, 60 fucking gadgets, and never once did he go for one, and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, or after I, he had, Or after he had used it, um, you would think he'd be out. But no, he had the perfect number of said gadget for this event. Yes, this never... Incident. Never, never lacking in supply. This is true. I guess that's why he's fucking Batman. Batman, Batman. Also, um, so Batman Three, you know, like the the new game, the Lego Batman. Did you know that uh, uh, the the uh, Adam West is actually uh actually narrating the nice. the whole game? Yes. Nice. No, I think Adam West has been a great mayor on Family Guy. Oh, the best, dude. Yep. <laughs> the best. He's like part of he's probably mayor one West. of my favorite characters, yeah. Is Mayor West. Fuck. He just Speaking started... of Batman though, dude, I can't wait for Arkham uh, Arkham Knight for PlayStation four. Xbox whatever the fuck it is. 
the Xbox yes. penis scanner. Um, that's what we should call it, the Xbox penis scanner. That's what it's good at, is scanning penises. Well, and sending said well, penises now, to the government. Uh, what, is that too paranoid? No, no, no. Well, yeah, but yes, it is. Um, no, is it, though? Uh, I mean, is it? The... Come on. Wait, one second. Wait, one second. I, how many wait, times have I found articles? I'm going to be... Just let me say something. Let me just say something. The, okay. Uh, they brought out a new update so that you don't have to have the connect the penis scanner. for it. It's called the yep. penis scanner. You don't have to have the penis scanner? Yeah. However, if you do want the penis, penis scanner, scanner, you can't stop the penis scanner from scanning your penis and sending said penis to the government. Correct? I would have thought this would have came out yeah. with we. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Right? No doubt. Uh, it, it sounds more fitting. Uh, Xbox sounds like it's, I don't know, more female-oriented. No? Chromosome-wise, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking box, but yes, X also. <laughs> <the> X. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I never thought of that. See, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. But um no, 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 the new um the new the new Batman Arkham game. Dude, I can't wait. It sounds like a blast. It's going to be gi- gigantic. You get to finally be in all of Gotham, the whole damn thing. So it's supposed to be like as big as New York City. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for a game to come out that actually uses the what is it? 1.8 something teraflop um Graphics card. Everything so far has been like a slight upgrade. It's been just like a. Well, we added uh, leaves. Leaves. Yeah, it's better than the one on the PS3 because now there's leaves. That was one of the features that's advertised for Grand Theft Auto V uh, for the PlayStation 4. Is they're like, hey, there's going to be animals, uh, denser traffic. And foliage. I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying this. I'm not paying for that. And they're like, oh, come on. It looks better. There's more cars, too. Okay, I get it. There's more cars. That's great. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you got to pay 10 bucks a month for PlayStation Plus or you can't play online. Sorry. It's like, oh, okay, in that case, I'll stick with the PlayStation 3 where it's free to play online. Boy, you guys are just trying to lose your customers, huh? Well, everybody else is doing it. Okay, then I'm not going to buy them either. <sighs> yep. What? I don't understand what they're trying to do. Are they trying to just whittle down gamers until it's like, all right, we've successfully whittled down the market into a smaller number? <laughs> I mean, I get that they're like, well, uh, other places are making you pay to play online with your friends. But, like, we don't, but we want to make money off of that, so we're going to do that, too. And it's like, okay, but there's people that have Xboxes that don't play online because it costs money. And there's people that buy games that are online for PlayStation because it's free. And they were attracted to PlayStation because it was free. Exactly. And so... 
Now you're just going to say, well, all those people that were interested in that because it was free and you bought a system and you bought games gave us your money. We don't want that anymore. No more of that. Just take it away. Keep your money. We don't want it. I just don't see the goal here. Money. Or yeah. less money, though. But it's less know. money. Oh. It's a smaller market to say, we're going to whittle out people that don't want to rent their online play. Hmm. Because to play online with the PlayStation, you have to have PlayStation Plus on the PS4. Um, that isn't the case with DC Universe Online because they started... Uh, well, they didn't start as free-to-play, but back on PlayStation 3, they went free-to-play, and if you wanted all the extra shit, then you paid monthly. But you never had to do that, and you could still progress through the game pretty well without it. Um, but that game is only online. There's no single-player mode, whereas Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto does have a single-player mode. But why would you buy the PlayStation 4 one if you already played the story? Just for the graphics? They're charging full price for the game, by the way. It's not cheaper. It's not like, look, we know the game's been out for like a couple of years or whatever. I don't even know how long it's been out. But we know the game's it's been, been out, out for however long it has. A year. And everyone's played it and already done the story or whatever. But we're going to charge full price for the new one and hope that everybody that's going to move from the PlayStation 3 to the 4 that they're not going to get totally pissed at that. I don't know. Just sounds like they're shitting on a lot of their customers. Uh, nothing new there either, really. But it is kind of new, though, for PlayStation. I mean, I shouldn't say new. They've progressively gotten worse. Yeah. So I suppose I should have expected it to get worse. Because it went from amazing to worse <laughs> all the time. You know, when the PlayStation 2 came out and they were like, look, you can get rid of your PlayStation 1 and play everything that you have. And more. Then it was like, that's badass. Now that's the system I want. Then the PlayStation 3 came out and they were like, you can play everything still. And then people were like, that's awesome. I'm wearing out my laser. Why am I wearing out my laser? Why do I have to replace my laser so soon? they're like, well, if you keep playing those older games, it's going to wear out the laser. So maybe we just won't do that anymore. So they stopped it. And then it was like, well, I guess we just have to put up with it. They can't develop a system that can use multiple lasers, maybe. It was about 600 bucks, and you know, we had to get our a lot of our money... Just in order to do that. And also, you can buy some stuff online. Mainly the games, like the PS1 games and the PS2. Well, that's another thing that they're doing. They're renting old games on the systems now. So, like, uh, like PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 games. If you have a PS4, PlayStation 3 games can be rented online through the PlayStation Network. Now, you can't own them, though, so that kind of takes away from, I don't know, what, like 40% 40 of the reason you rented a game? 
I'd say 60% was because you wanted to try it and you knew you didn't want to have it. 40% of the time, you wanted to try it to see if you wanted to buy it. In this case, you can never buy the game, ever. You can only rent it. And it isn't cheap either. It's like $3 for one night. Actually, every hour. Oh, is it yeah, every hour? Yeah. Fucking hell, man. And they're the only place you can get it, right? Yeah, yeah, they're the only place you can get it. Well, there you go. Again, again, though. I mean, I just wish that I could be in the same room as their marketing team or whoever the fuck is behind this shit so they could throw this shit at me and I'd go, yeah, I'm not spending my money on that. Yep, not, nope, nope, that's not appealing either. Do you got anything appealing? Because I'm, I'm, I got other shit I could be doing than listening to your bullshit ideas that sound completely horrible and only pander to rich, snobby, fucking snot-nosed children who will never amount to anything worth anything. And by the way, I'm not saying that gamers are like, oh, we're the fucking gold of the fucking society. I'm just saying, like, there are smart people that play video games, just as many as there are dumb people. And I don't think that the rich asshole fuckers, children, who can just blow money on all these games, and then while they're in these games, bitch at everybody else for not blowing the same amount of money on them, those people aren't the AIDS cure, okay? They're not coming up with the cure for AIDS. They're not like when they're not playing the game going into a lab and solving Ebola. That's not what they're doing. They're fucking, they're going and spending more money that they didn't earn and they'll never earn because they don't know shit. <laughs> they always buy it off their own parents, which are trying to skim way through, you know? Bunch of yeah. bullshit. Yep. And then you get uh, the the problem where people don't even want to know shit because, well, why would I want to know it if I can just look it up on my uh, fucking device? And read it out and forget it as soon as I fucking change the and screen. Just as soon as I read it. So yep. I can be arguing with someone and be like, no, dude, that's not a daddy long legs. You don't even fucking know. Daddy long legs have wings. What? No, they don't. They don't fucking have wings. Are you high? I'm pretty sure they got wings, dude. And then someone in the group looks it up, and they find out, oh, well, it depends on the region that you live in, but there's three different animals that are called daddy longlegs. One of them does, in fact, have wings, and the people that started calling them that are fucking retarded. But not to pass judgment in a Wikipedia page... (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. I'm quoting the Wikipedia page, by the way. Blah, 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 blah. I'm pretty sure it said that. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the Wikipedia pages do at some point. (laughs) That's not very nice, Glenn. (laughs) Well, it's it's true. I mean... (laughs) At least they have the decency to cite their sources. Now, that doesn't mean that if you go click on the source that it's reputable. True. But still, you have the option to go click it and find out if it's reputable. Yep. But I mean, you know, with all these thousands of uh, wiki edits coming from government computers in your country and mine, you know, like, come on. Exactly. Yeah. It's becoming a propaganda depository. 
Hell, I tried to. I I don't even. We Blue Vino doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, right? Yeah. Um, I tried to. I didn't even care about Wikipedia, but I tried to get an encyclopedia page. They wouldn't have it, dude. <laughs> Fucking, I, I feel like Rodney Dangerfield over here. I'm I'm going on un, encyclopedia because I think, oh, dude, I can make a ridiculous fucking history that never happened, but it's <laughs> hilarious, right? And so I did all this work. Me and Scott figured it out. We talked it out, typed it up, and fucking put it up there, and then they deleted the shit. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Really? And they're like, well, one of the things you got to have is a Wikipedia page first. So I'm, fuck off. And I'm like, you fucking cunts yeah yeah oh so I have to be well known enough which by the way there are fucking bands that I played with or that asked me to play uh, at the same shows as them in Vegas that have Wikipedia pages and I'm pretty sure that they did it themselves because holy fuck do they know details about themselves or the the are uh, about the artist in question yeah um that only the person themselves would know. I'm talking like, oh, so-and-such was seen in an episode of fucking Vegas Gamblers as the limo driver. And I'm like, that's because that was his day job. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he was seen, he or it was an uncredited uh, cameo appearance. No, that's a fucking cameo, dude. You're, dry, you're doing your job that you work for the fucking casino and you drove the dude to the tournament and you... Half of your face, your a sideburn was seen on the camera. Don't give me this shit. An uncredited cameo appearance, like they're like, oh, people will notice the dude from Black Camaro was on High Stakes Gambling Vegas. <laughs> really, really, dude. I'm pretty sure you entered this Wikipedia page yourself, because nobody knew that, and nobody cared to know that. And to this day, I'm pretty sure there's not somebody out there looking for that episode going, really, is that his sideburns? I don't know. I can't tell. Which limo driver is it? I saw that one's shoulder. Does that look like his shoulder? Investigative journalism. Right? <laughs> the type of investigative journalism that nobody's going to do. Except for the guy that was in the show. He'll fucking go find that shit and be like, yep, yep, there's me. I'm at exactly four minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> like two seconds. Yep, that's, exactly. That's a pretty short 15 minutes of fame. Where the hell's Anti-Crisis? This is his show too, right? Yeah, he's uh, doing a little bit of other stuff, um... At the moment. Drugs? Is he doing drugs? I don't, I don't know. And Cat is he doing drugs right now? Do we need to have an intervention? That's no. pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. He says, yeah, set up a show, man. Yeah, fuck, set up a show. And then... Yeah, whatever. Life goes on. <laughs> set up a show, man. Call the dudes from Sidetracked, and maybe they'll run it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy from fucking Sidetrack sure doesn't like to hear himself talk. Fucking have him show up. Well, at least it's been a good-natured show. We haven't gone after anybody. Should we start going after people? Oh, <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. 
<laughs> yeah, I wasn't a, thinking it until you said it either. Yeah, it's just a subliminal suggestion, that's all. Right? <laughs> we start fucking going after here. Oh, uh, shit. I didn't bring a shit list today. Fuck. No, I'm not going to... charge money for beer in bars in America, that's who we need to fucking go after. This is ridiculous. That's fucking eight, nine dollars a beer, while that's Canadians pay five sixty. That's un-American. You can't do that. At least give me a slice of apple pie with the beer or some shit, for fuck's sake. I'm only paying nine dollars. All right. That's yeah. free enterprise. All right, so we are going to list off our pet peeves. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Glenn. Stupidity. Yeah. (laughs) Incompetence. Cognitive dissonance. And Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. Uh, People who eat caviar and bitch about the caviar. Um, shit. I have too many to list. I can't even begin to... You, you've opened a data bank in my brain that's that's saying, you can't access all this information at once. You need to narrow the field down a little. This is like asking uh, Windows 98 to search for something um, in the C drive that starts with the letter F. It's going to go. There's a shitload of. Most of these are files. Yeah, all right, we got it. You're looking for a file, right? In the C drive? It's going to be about an hour. Come back later. Holy fuck, that sounds like Vista. I've never used Vista. I've seen it. I've never used it. I did. I have. It was evil. (laughs) I I went straight from XP to Linux. And I haven't gone back to Windows since. For myself. So I have a Mac that I still use that probably needs to get either junked or replaced because it's, dude, uh, it's a little old. Tell me if this is normal. All right, say you're on Twitter and you're going to add a photo to a tweet. The second I tell it, add a photo, it opens up, you know, the thing to look for the photo you want. Instantly, it uses all of my RAM. All of it. (laughs) And it takes forever. I find the photo, I click on it, and it has to sync. You know, it stops, and it's like, all right, what did he do? He just clicked. What does that mean? It means he's selecting something. What is he selecting? Like, it's literally going through some ridiculous process. And then finally, once I get it attached, boom, all my memory's free. Why the fuck does going and attaching a photo use all my memory? Is that normal? No. No. I think this thing's about to crap out. Or it's got something in it. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it only has two gigs of RAM. That's all it'll fit. Well, it's that old. is a problem. Yeah, it's older. That's what I mean. I think it's getting outdated. Yeah, because, I mean, if, they, if they're high-resolution pictures... You know, if they're not just thumbnails, if they're good pictures, yeah, 
two mega RAM, and if you got a few wind or a few different pages open, yeah, that'll fucking freeze her up. Well, I mean, it's got two gigs, but the problem is, okay, when I open Firefox, it goes from having all my memory available to uh, like 600 megs. So there, it, it chops me down from two, which is the maximum. By the way, I mean, just having it open, you don't have two. At maximum, you have like 1.1 gigs when nothing's happening. Yeah, it's pretty inefficient if, if the drop is that much then. Right? That's, yeah, that's what I thought. I think this thing's about ready to fucking die. Yeah, like so even... I need to replace it. Even my laptop is going to be four years old now, and it's fucking ancient, you know? Four years in the computer world? Holy fuck. Uh, I'm hanging on to something that's like eight years old. Yeah. But, I mean, even this, when I bought it, it had eight gig of RAM, but because it's 64-bit OS, for 40 bucks, I doubled my RAM. Mm. So, you know... That's, and that's the that, problem with Macs is like their limit on RAM expansion is like you hit a ceiling real fast. Oh yeah. Real really fucking fast you hit a ceiling. Whereas PCs you can fucking almost upgrade all day long. At least these days you can. Yeah, if you start off with a good enough deck to begin with. Mm. You can do a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that are starting to look at solid strict solid-state hard drives again, too, because, you know, they're not what they used to be, and they're getting bigger and cheaper. Way bigger. Yeah, yeah. you can get, like, a 500 gigabyte for pretty good. Well, I could yep. get, like, a one terabyte just for, like, about 100 or at least 200. Yeah. Not not solid-state. Solid yeah, you can, dude. Yeah. You can get that big now. Holy solid fuck. State. That's how, yeah, they're fucking progressing pretty good. There's no reason to have a non-solid state now anymore. Well, I don't know if I trust them that much yet, but as a second drive, even right? as a as like even, backup, yeah, even as a standalone drive, use it as a backup. Because I've seen a friend of mine's got this little. Uh, hard drive docking station that he picked up at some fucking computer store for like 15 bucks and it's awesome it's just it kind of looks like a one slice toaster and you just put the hard you put the hard drive in it and USB to a computer and fuck boom there you go yeah eventually we'll get to a point where we have like flash drive sized uh, entire computers yeah, Star Trek yeah. shit. Right, where we'll be able to just take our computer, our entire desktop with us on a flash yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah. And we'll be like, well, there will be stations. There won't be PCs. People won't have those. You'll have a, like a, a a shell of a station. Everyone will have the shell. It'll be some kind of a shell. It doesn't matter your operating system. It doesn't matter what the fuck you prefer to use. Because that'll be on your flash drive. And you'll just go, oh, I'm over at my friend's house. Hang on, I'll okay, bring my computer. Okay, so Gonzo PhD is on. In, and then you go, bam, all right, here's my desktop. Here's everything I've ever done on this computer. Yeah, it's got four terabytes. I'm never going to use all that information. And then but, 
10 years right. later, it's like, yeah, it's got, you know, 400 terabytes. I'm never going to use all that information. That's okay. The government will look at it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well, we uh, talked about the penis scanner, right? Apparently. I'm sure the government will have it even better than the penis scanner by then. Um, Speaking of, we got a Gonzo PhD on right now. Sure. Hey guys, what's going on? Not much. So, what was the topic tonight? I was, I was, I was busy mitigating nuclear war in third world countries. <laughs> there was no topic. Yeah, we're just bullshitting. Ah, uh, lovely. Well, that's what Saturday nights are for. <laughs> So, how's, how is, um, let's see, let's see, now is Antichrist on, too? We just talked no. about that, he is not. No, he's not. No, okay, I was, I was just wondering, I figured he might be at Red Square drinking his way underneath the college girl. <laughs> no, we just no. did, uh... Talking about whatever we just finished up on fucking computers. On fucking computers. Yes. They don't, yeah, I've never been able to fit my dick into a USB port, so you know the day will come. Adapted. Well, not without some surgical reduction, but <laughs> or 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 I guess a good plug-in, but you know. Hey, not all of us use Firefox. <laughs> you need a special adapter hooked up to an HDMI cable is what you need. Ah, the old, H, <laughs> the old, the old, yeah, the old HDMI vibrating pussy. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, so, have we, have we taken time to make fun of Cassandra rules for a giant fuck up in Ferguson where that fucking where where 50 Cent got managed to get himself shot while reaching for an actual cop's gun or no it depends it depends here's first off uh, um, I don't I don't really know you I've never met you I don't think on blog talk radio um, so I'll, I'll give you my stance and uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty good stance to have yeah this is Blue Vino oh, right on all right on um, I'll give you my stance, and this this goes for just about everything, and it's a uh, it's a good stance to have at any given time. And in, no matter what the issue is, you can go, wait a minute, hold up, and put yourself in that stance, and go, yeah, yeah, I don't fucking know. And the stance is, no matter what you hear or any side's story, at any given time, uh, it's it's all going to be based on your belief. You don't actually know anything that they're saying is true because you're not there, you weren't there, and they could be lying through their teeth, and there's no way that you can prove them right or wrong from wherever you sit. So therefore, none of us actually really know, without a doubt, what the hell actually happened. So we're going on cop stories, other people's stories, and I don't believe a goddamn one of them because I don't know any of them personally. Tomorrow, I expect I Al Sharpton. Him. Al Sharpton tomorrow is going to come on 
whatever format he can get his sorry ass onto and claim that there was the blood was planted and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Jesse Jackson Jr. would chime in, except his dumb ass bought a bunch of Rolexes with money he didn't have, and now he's in federal fucking prison eating beans and rice. So, unfortunately, he's not available, and his father's, you know, pushing senility, so fuck him. So all we have left is Al Sharpton, who has basically got the intelligence of a, a Nike air trainer that you could buy at, you know, a shoe outlet. So that's my so, opinion. So, like, from what it sounds, the reality of the situation is either we choose to believe an official story, which has come rather slow through the pike um, or down the pike, um, there was a lot I'm of... There was a lot of conjecture as to, like, why the fuck it took him so long, as to why why did the FBI need to be there, of all people? Ever, why could they not have handled have you ever been in trouble? Have you ever been in trouble with local police? Yeah, and the FBI didn't show up. Okay. Have you ever been in trouble with the federal government? Uh, ooh, hmm. Not have that I know. I don't. I don't think I have. Okay, I can tell you from close personal experience that anything that's involved with the federal government doesn't doesn't deli- They don't deliver information like Papa John's delivers pizza. It takes time. It doesn't take time to fabricate a story or a cover up. It takes time to run your laboratory tests and everything else. I am not on the side of that dumb, fat, ginger cop that's on the, or the, the that's apparently the shooter in this. I am not on the side of the of uh, Trayvon who was wandering through the wrong neighborhood with his watermelon ice tea and Skittles. I'm on I'm on nobody's side. Yeah, same here. Same here. That's the best side you can be on is taking the stance of look, I wasn't there and I've got no proof and I'm center balanced. I'm center balanced and I lean towards satire. There is nothing satirical about this, but I will tell you from personal experience with dealing with very intense federal government cases on a lot of different angles for a lot of different people, although I am not an attorney, I can tell you that the federal government moves about as fast as a legless midget hooker dragging herself down a hundred meter wooden floor towards a pile of crack cocaine. She'll get there, but it takes a while for her to get there. And in all reality, I'm going to say this. From many years of experience, I will tell you that the evidence they just presented is 98% likely to be actually fact-based and not as hysterical social justice work, as social justice warriors like Kitsy, uh, Kitsy, uh, Kitsy rules might have you think but the reality of it is these guys work slow and methodical and then when they 
do come out with their data, there isn't a court in the land or a human being with an intelligence level higher than their shoe size that can beat that data. They didn't just magically find this guy's blood in order to make a bunch of dumb fucking chalking activists and bloggers go home or to satisfy a bunch of dumb, educated ghetto dwellers. The fact of the matter is they took their time, they sorted through the actual data, and they published the fucking facts. You know what? I'm sorry that doesn't meet up with the social justice warrior narrative, which means which means a whole bunch of assholes with social justice blogs just pissed away a bunch of time and money and got maced, which was fucking hilarious in my opinion, um, while defending an indefensible case of a guy who actually tried to grab a cop's gun and wound up getting drilled a few times for it. All right, let me ask you a couple. Let me a, yeah. let me ask you a couple questions based on what you've just told me. Um, for one, and I'm going to put myself in as if I'm you, so you'll have to clarify a couple things. Sure. Um, if I'm you, you're 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 saying it sounds more likely that the government's not lying, based Correct. on what what has been told to to you or has been reported based who who reported it or who said where did this come from. Based on official reports, I'm sure we'll get the PDFs in the next two or three days. But yeah, based Which on the gen- general okay, report. That's, and that's generated by the investigative, uh, 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 the appropriate people, correct? Either the local police department, which I would trust less, but more than likely because there was federal oversight, it's probably generated by... Wait, the, hold up. So you're saying the, you, yeah. you actually trust the federal government? No. I'm saying that if there are two reports generated, one by a a police force that has 50 officers where only three of them are black, which would be Ferguson, which equates to a 6% black-to-white ratio, versus the federal government coming in for oversight. Who do I trust? I don't trust any of them, but the ones that are going to be right are going to be the ones with the most to lose which honestly is the federal government, not the local PD. But as a local PD, only their police chief has to worry about losing his job, and they'll kick him to the curb like like you kicked your last Dominican hooker to the curb when she overcharged you. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be me that you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> I see where you're coming from. But, okay, so... Either I still am from a stance of it sounds to me like if I were in your shoes, I'm going off of verbal or even if it was docu- like a piece of paper with words on it from somebody I don't know at all that typed it up or somebody that reported it that I don't know. I didn't touch the evidence that they're reporting on. I didn't see it myself. I'm just right. supposed to trust them. Now, I'm not, I'm not berating you because I think, well, you're wrong. I'm just saying this is the way my brain works because... I don't trust any of it ever, and I never will. And sure. doesn't mean that I'm on the side that, yeah, I don't think the guy reached for his gun. Maybe he did. But it doesn't make any difference to me if he did or didn't reach for the gun. It still doesn't. I mean, based on, I don't know, fucking a couple centuries of history, we know that our own government should never be trusted. Go find a Native American family at a Denny's and ask them, 
What's the matter? You can't find a Native American family at a Denny's? Oh, maybe there's a reason we can't find a Native American family at a Denny's to ask them whether or not we should trust the United States government. I happen to. Oddly, I happen to be Native American. So. Same, same I mean, here. That does not, and that does I've got Cherokee on both sides of my family. And I so maybe it's kind of predisposed. Well, I keep waiting for an envelope in the mail telling me that I have a percentage of a casino, but unfortunately that hasn't happened. So I don't know if, I don't think Cherokees in my case have, do Cherokees have casinos? I don't think we do. I'm not, I'm not really sure, and I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to, to dis- disclose my exact heritage, but at, at the same token, I understand where you're coming from and putting myself in your shoes. I understand exactly, and I respect where you're coming from. But the bottom line is this. Every time a white cop, and this is very specific, and I will give you two examples. Every time a white cop shoots a black guy in a predominantly black area, hysteria ensues. There is what my friend Schmoop has coined a chimp out. I lived in Tampa, Florida many years ago, and um, there was a an incident in which and and a post incident chimp out in which the ethnic minority burned their entire neighborhood in protest, which. If you know what, if the police upset me, the first thing I think I'd do would be burn my own house down. Because you know, because obviously I'm either inbred or fucking retarded. And I wanna make a social point, so I think I'll just burn my own goddamn house down and hope somebody pities me and gives me a FEMA tent. Um there is uh uh a, a and we are for, on uh, overtime. Oh, okay. There is, there is a diaspora, a, a diaspora <laughs> that we live in that is not d- does not follow the normal time space continuum. However, this overvictimized Sharpton and Jackson meaning Jesse, not the imprisoned LOL Jr., have fomented and fermented in the minds of ethnic minorities that want them to believe that every time something bad happens to them, it's Whitey's fault because they didn't get 40 acres and a fucking mule. No. Well, I don't see it as the. I'm, I'm. I completely ignore them when shit like this happens because I, I, they're I, just going to skew the shit out of everything. But, I, I but my point that. isn't. My point isn't that shit has or hasn't happened to any community. It's just the simple fact that the average person, like you or me, doesn't doesn't actually know these people who are reporting this or saying any of this to trust to actually say I should trust them. Because I don't know about okay. you, but I base my trust well, on people that I actually know that have actually proven to me okay. to myself, not based on reports <laughs> or like, hey, look, remember when we said this? We're going to report that that was true, and then in the future we're going to report more things that were true. You don't know okay. me or the people that I'm talking about, but you're going to yes. trust them eventually because I'm telling you that you should. 
because okay. and by the you still you still don't even know me no. or what I do at night and all the hookers I fuck and all the blow that I do to report exactly. the shit well, to you. Perfect. And and I will say this: perhaps the difference between you and me, perhaps, is that I have deeply rooted contacts in the information security uh, community, and I also have deeply rooted contacts in the national security community. And these are people with serious credentials that I trust. Who, so you're saying that you have people are, that have told who, you this that have actually proven to you that they are trustworthy to you. They are trustworthy to me. Now, none of these guys have shot me scribbies or PDFs on what's happened in Ferguson at the moment, but when these reports do come up, I can vet them through my sources who will agree or disagree. And it's rare that they would disagree because they will revet those things or they will have already, more than likely, they will have seen them before me. And I am in no way affiliated with national security at all. I am not law enforcement or anything even remotely remotely involved with law enforcement. But I do have respect in various areas. I did a lot of work um, in pedo hunting before it became a joke on on Twitter, per se. And, And we scraped, we used... We use scripts that are no longer uh, the Twitter closed API access to, and we uh, did not publicly, but we privately doxed hundreds, if not thousands, of pedos that were passed on to uh, worldwide child exploitation organizations. Um, And for what it's worth, just for shits and giggles, I'll tell you that a lot of the scrapes came from Middle Eastern countries where I thought that actually goats were the primary um, sexual obsession of your average jihadist, but apparently not. Um, But as far as, uh, you know, porn rings and whatnot, if I have a locked account, I don't follow people. My account's closed. There's a reason for that. There's many reasons for that. It's mostly about control of my feed. I don't, if you, if, if, if you want to hit me up with a follow-up request, you can look at my timeline. There's a lot of Shakespeare quotes because all my serious business ain't public. And everything I do, I'm not compensated for. I'm compensated for it by the satisfaction of knowing that there are going to be some mighty fucking unhappy people when I'm done. And that's not about doxing Xbox kids or any of that other shit. I don't play any of that shit. I only deal with serious people and serious business. And I'm done with the pedo thing. I spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours doing it. I saw images that I can never unsee. 
They were never saved to my goddamn hard drive because then I'd be a fucking criminal even if I was doxing actual pedos. But I put in a lot of work. And if you talk to some of your friends, people that you know that know me, they'll tell you I'm pretty fucking serious business about some of the things that need to be serious business. I am not... I'm not doxing jihadists. I don't fucking harass those idiots. If I did, I'd have an open account. I I don't dick around with jerk off social media. I deal with a lot of serious, serious, serious things. A lot of which I'm not even going to talk about. None of which I'm compensated for. Right. Um, I have a different. Uh, I have a different IRL. Uh, resume, and uh, right. I do this. I do this for personal satisfaction, uh, knowing that uh, anybody who anybody who fucks with a child cre- has a good possibility. A lot of children a good percentage of children who are molested as children turn into predators as adults. That's just an absolute scientifically studied fact. So if somebody, if I find out that somebody's ruined a five or 10 or 12 year old child, they've probably created another predator who may create more predators, which creates a scale so, if I can have an adverse effect on that 26-year-old asswipe from XYZ Birmingham, UK, then, yeah, I'm going to draw on resources. And my resources are, and I'm not bragging, I've just done a lot of favors for a lot of people. I have a lot of chips and there are a lot of people who agree with me and we all work together and there are some of the weirdest scariest people that you would never approach on the internet who will happily throw me a bone if I'm in the middle of looking for something and it's not it has nothing to do with you know me being anything, I don't dox, I don't play games. I mean, I hate Amerisac and all their fucking queer ass bullshit as much as anyone else. But we pretty much we pretty much curb stomped all these faggot and non sex. Uh which were just a bunch of kids playing games and playing, you know, DDoS with uh you know, Android apps and whatnot a couple years ago. <laughs> So there's there's no you know there's no reason to act against these uh, uh, pseudo activists or anything like that. So for right, me it's only right. really about serious business and it's very rare these days. I generally like to talk about uh, privacy advocacy and um, finding holes in crypto. And I do not code. I don't write code. Um, I consider myself more of an art director. I find things, I find projects to accentuate and to work on and uh, work on things to try uncredited, to try to better uh, keep people like uh, FBI James Director, uh, FBI 
I'm awake at night wondering why it is that we all like to lock our doors when we sleep so we don't wake up on our stomachs with some guy named Biff who just got out of federal prison trying to penetrate us with kitchen implements. Um, right. I'm very low-key. I do not want credit for anything. Everyone that you can talk to about me will tell you that I never take credit for anything. But I'm involved in an awful lot of things, and I enjoy it. But you'll never see my signature on anything because I don't want credit for anything. I just want... Uh, I don't want to see kids. As well. I don't want to see kids on the playground with one crossed eye. And right. I don't want any more predators. And I know that you can send a pedophile to jail for as long as you want. And the minute he comes out, the first thing he's going to do is head to a playground. And in a correct society, we would be working on the Game of Thrones principle where we cut his fucking head off and put it on a pike in the middle of the town square so the next guy that thought about touching a kid could look at the rotting head on top of the pike and might think twice about it. But we're not there because we're either not civilized enough or we're far too civilized, depending on how you think about it. Um, and like you said, I, still, I do not hunt pedos anymore. I mean, it takes very special cases for me to get involved with that kind of thing. There's several accounts that are rather popular on Twitter that go out of their way to set up pedos and hit them up on Facebook and then send a bunch of screenshots to the local police department who promptly put them in a shredder and laugh. So, Jesus uh, I do, I do, however, welcome um, any pedophile that happens to be on Twitter to uh, come at me at Gonzo PhD to work on my docs and show up at my house. I have absolutely no problem with that. Please bring your credentials with you and pictures and perhaps a hard drive full of the children you've molested so that, you know, and, and we'll fix it. I promise we'll fix it. <laughs> One way or the other. You wind up in the trunk of a police car. That's that. I can certainly promise you that if the cops are nice enough to let you live outside my driveway. But I don't do that anymore. I started out that way. I cut my teeth on that. I worked with the gesture a bunch, fucking with jihadists. Um, I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the aftermath of. Uh, dealing with the assholes that popped up after Sandy Hook and thought they were funny who wound up unemployed and um, with a lifetime of Google history shit down their necks. But nowadays, I just kind of, you know, I don't do any, I don't do much in the way of social justice worrying. I leave that up to heroes like, uh, push-up kids. Uh, I'm sorry, Cassandra rules. I leave that up to those. Uh, I, leave, I leave it up to that kind of thing. These days, I just kind of oversee things, and when people come to you with special problems, and I consult on things, and 
I let other people act. I've been on Twitter since, Jesus, closing on a decade, I think. Jesus. That's way longer than I've been there. Yeah, I'm in the top, like, I'm, I'm in, like, the first 2% of Twitter users or whatever. But I wasn't always active like this. I used to post dopey photographs. Right. Just like everyone else. Um, mostly these days, it's it's more about social activism on Porno Puppies Radio and occasionally, like, anti-crisis and whatnot. And talking about privacy, privacy advocacy, holes in iOS, um, flaws in crypto, things like that. Um, just things to keep people safe. Not so that they can go, you know, DDoS Syria or some other worthless bullshit, but mainly so that people can to sort of sleep a little bit better and feel a little bit better about, you know, their iPhones or their droids or whatever. Uh, right. You know what? I'm going to buy you a beer one day, Gonzo. Well, I will. I am supposed to see Antichrisis at Red Square in Vermont at some point next year during the winter. So sometime this winter... I will make my way over. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a business meeting in the Burlington area in January or February. So if you happen to be in that general area and you want to get together, then I'm I'm very open to that as long as everybody's cell phone goes into a Faraday cage. <laughs> What's a Faraday cage? It's a... Uh... That, go ahead. Go on. Yeah, you can you can explain it a lot better than I. It's basically just put it like this. Simply put, it's more or less a lead box, <laughs> a hypothetical lead box. In other words, um, I won't be recorded or photographed or in any way, shape, or form recorded, other than, of course, live radio appearances like this, which I'm right. fine with. Right. Um, I see. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, you want to meet up and uh, you want to meet up and have a, have have a have a beverage at Red Square or something like that with Antichrisis. I'm totally down with that, and I'll make sure that uh, you know that Antichrisis knows and he can put it out there. Um, I expect that, uh, and I'll probably do New York City next summer. So, you know, just. Run across people, have some fun, talk some crypto and uh, privacy advocacy and whatnot. And uh, you know, I'm always happy to I'm always happy to talk with like minded people for sure. Nice. Yeah. Now, uh, after everything that we've talked about, um, and see, that's one of the things that kind of interests me. Like uh, that you you mentioned all the the pedo type stuff that you've dealt with. Um, and then we've also talked about government at the same time. Whilst a big problem in government itself is pedos in government, being in charge, being in charge of very major uh, departments. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've read that's numerous mostly, accounts of, of them you know, having to tell their own personnel, like, hey, where, where all they say to them is, can you cool it on the child porn at work, please? Can you just settle it down? Ten months ago, some senator's aide got caught with a hard drive full of CP 
And within 96 hours, he hung himself. If you want to look at pedos in government, and I'll just have to add allegedly, just so I don't get doxxed by GCHQ and sued for something or some bullshit. Because I do like going to London. Um, Spent a lot of time there, in fact. But um, British government's got a whole fucking shit ton of pedos in Parliament, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. House of Lords and whatnot. I've, I've, I've heard all of them. There's a bunch of fucking kitty touchers, allegedly. The U.S. government, Washington, D.C., honestly, in my opinion, I'm sure that there's some sort of percentage of people with that perversion, but it's not a discernible percentage. It's not something that anybody should take on to try to expose. It's something that You're was saying it's less than one? I'm saying less. It's, I'm saying it's a single digit. Per, if there's a thousand direct government officials, I'm talking about 1% or less. If you work your well, maybe bag officials. off. Officials. Like, yeah, uh, by official, what do you mean official? Do you mean like, like somebody in charge? Government, I'm talking about higher level government employees. Oh, we'll, we'll never know about, that. They're, they're like they're gonna let us know that. Like we could ever figure that out and decide. Like, oh, it's not about would you beyond figuring, a shadow of a doubt. You know how hard that would be to prove. My friend, it's not about beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's about these dumb bastards save images. Also, they don't tour. Well, that's the underlings that get caught. It's the underlings that get. In trouble, like the people at the Missile Defense Agency who were told, you know, hey, you got to not spend eight hours a day at work on child porn. Can you please cool it with that? And they're like, oh, sorry, sir. You know, that never, those people aren't going to go to jail because nobody knows them. I've never heard of the public eye. The last instance I heard was a senator's aide got pinned up with some, with, I believe, a hard drive that had CP on it. They didn't try to defend him. They suspended him, and within 96 hours, he was dangling on the end of his Hermes tie in his million-dollar DC condo, which, by the way, a million-dollar DC condo is roughly the size of a bottle of Poland spring water. So, whatever. It's not, the underlings are not taking the heat for, put it like this, General Alexander, who ran the NSA, that dude, it's not like he was collecting CP and his, and, and he had a hard drive full of it and his subordinate took the heat for the Western Digital Drive that Alexander had and then hung himself. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying... saying Go ahead. People in high places in the U.S. government, I do not... I, I personally do not believe with my in, in my experience that there is any more than a fraction of a percent which would be probably normal on a chart that there are 
pedophiles highly placed in in the U.S. government. However, percentage-wise, from what I understand, allegedly, within the British Parliament and House of Lords, et cetera, et cetera, there seems to be a much higher possible alleged percentage of kitty touchers. Now, mm. this has something to do with the way that the British are about peerage. Do you know what peerage is? Peerage uh, is the, exactly. Okay, peerage in the United Kingdom is breeding. And these idiots in their, you know, giant castle-like structures that they've had for generations and generations, they all yeah. intermarry within their families. In fact, in fact, the Queen of England, who's actually German, and her husband, who's German, anyway, there's a high percentage, a higher, much higher percentage in the UK House of Lords and Parliament versus the U.S. government high level that are, we'll just call them for the sake of comedy, kitty touchers. Um, because the House of Lords and Parliament are peerage related and they inbreed like they do in the Appalachians and the Ozarks. They're just one step short of the way the Utah Mormons say, well, hey, a first cousin's a first cousin, but nothing's tighter than the sister. It's the UK has a serious issue with that. And when I say a serious issue, if the U.S. high command government, the high, the top 10%, as a point oh 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 one of kitty touchers, allegedly, then the UK House of Lords and Parliament probably has a one or two percent, which is one to two hundred to two thousand percent greater percentage of that same deviation, allegedly by percentage, by researchable documentation. You can do well, like the like the American government's even going to let shit get on paper. I mean, it, there's a reason that like, uh, and not to, not to deviate off of, not to deviate off the topic, but there's a reason that shit like the Bilderberg meetings happen behind closed doors and not over the phone. Ah, uh, and I'm not saying should. we should get into that discussion because we should. No, it's, no, we shouldn't. But I'm saying not. like there's a reason that they that people with that kind of power have figured out a long time ago. Like we need to abandon all technology if we're going to do this type of shit because yes. all technology will help lead back to us. So let's not use yes. any of that, and yes. we'll do it our way, which is where you have shit like Bohemian Grove. Skull and crossbones, the Freemasons, okay. no, which no, the Freemasons no, no. aren't as bad as any of that shit. Because first of all, first of all, it's it's not skull and crossbones, it's skull and bones, and that's or, yeah, skull and bones. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's, that's just a homoerotic fraternity within a, 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 an outdated, overfunded Ivy League university, uh, which is used basically for networking and. 
I, I'm sure the occasional, you know, group circle jerk. But that has so, nothing so to do I've with, heard. That's so nothing I've to heard. Do with, that has nothing to do with actual pedophilia. Per but se. that's the thing. That this is the, my point behind all of this stuff. All of this is speculation. It's all hearsay. It's all word of mouth well, and even the the well, statistics are based off of well maybe this has something to do with it. Nobody really actually quote knows. No meaning like one plus one equals two. I can take a boot and another boot and prove that these two one boot over here and one boot over there equals two boots, but I can't fucking prove that you know, I'm right on how many pedophiles there are in the U.S. government or how many there are in the U.K. government. I can't actually physically prove this. I can't go and, like, grab them and pick them up and put them in front of a camera and be like, look at this. I'm proving to you how many of them there really are. If you'd like to see, I'll give you a for instance. I'll give you something to Google just to see how sick and fucked up U.K. Establishment is, and how much peerage there was in covering up a certain situation. Jimmy Seville, J I M M Y. Oh, I, I know the Seville. guy. Yeah, I know the guy. Okay. okay, you know, Jimmy Seville. If you read deep into that, and not so much what he did, which was basically touching a bunch, visiting and touching a bunch of hospitalized. In a lot of cases, autistic and retarded kids over the past 30 years or 50 years. And, you know, happily, he was dead before we could decapitate him. But, well, actually, unhappily, he was dead before we could decapitate him. Yeah. Uh, You know, but but what you don't, don't look at what Jimmy Seville did. Look at what 35 years of his obvious pedophilia, how it was covered up by, and this is the most important word to look at, peerage, meaning the House of Lords, the Commonwealth, and the British government. They covered his, they covered his ass. Not, back, okay, in the 1940s, if Cary Grant raped God, I don't know. Marilyn Monroe in 1946. The L.A. cops were owned and operated by the studios. They would have shown up, douched Marilyn, put Carrie's makeup back on, and this is all allegorical because this did not happen. Right, I get it. And the press would never have said a word, or someone like Russell Crowe would have shown up during L.A. Confidential and beat them to death and then put them through a meat grinder a la Vito Corleone. Because that's how it worked. L.A. was owned and operated by the studios. They had their own separate police department, plus they owned all the other actual publicly funded police divisions. Britain, also you have to understand that the UK, the the Britain does not guarantee freedom of fucking speech. There is no Bill of Rights that guarantees you 
the right to have a goddamn opinion. In fact, today on Twitter, some morons in the UK are trying to pass a bill that says that you can put an internet troll in prison, prison for two for two years, which I'll I'll, I'll make a personal note here. Chancellor Ping. You know who Ping is? Mm-mm. Yep. Ping is one of my one of my most even though we don't follow each other, Ping well on my primary account, Ping is one of my most favorite trolls. I mean, uh scat porn accepted and it's not accepted <laughs> not, not accepted with an A, accepted with an E. Um Ping is one of my favorite trolls. Satan Sack, um, outside of their um, occasional pedophilic trolls, which I don't agree with, but I am going to defend their right to upset social justice warriors because they're not serious, somebody's going to want to stick Ping in Old Bailey for two years for disagreeing with some 340-pound inverted inverted transsexual moron who he's dared to disagree with and call a cunt. I will put the full force of everything and everyone I know to raise money to get him the electroshock therapy that he needs to remove his sense of humor. (laughs) Britain does not have free speech. I don't know if you've walked down the street in London before. I have many, many times. I have passed in an average kilometer, on average, 240 surveillance cameras, most of them with a resolution that if Osama bin Laden had walked by carrying a brick of explosives, you wouldn't know it. It would look like a Pakistani guy in a hajib carrying a box of donuts. However, Britain is amazing with their low-death cameras. Now, on the other hand, I've spent a ton of time in Amsterdam. Lots of cameras, not to the tune of Britain, but I'll tell you what, I've walked through Amsterdam, wasted on things right at three in the morning through what could be considered a dangerous neighborhood in Amsterdam, which I'm not even sure what that really means, projectile vomiting maybe MDMA and maybe mushrooms and maybe hash. I don't know. I, I, I don't really remember. But I do know this. If somebody walked up to me and threatened me and thrown a punch at me, within 90 seconds, the Dutch police would have descended on that individual and stuck him in a cell, probably that had an Xbox in it, which is a little bit kind of fucked. But they got about a 90-second window to jack me up before 
they either wind up in the back of a car or in the bottom of a canal. So, am I? Do I feel safer walking through Amsterdam, smashed on, on, on double up, buckshot, black Afghani opiated hash, or do I feel more safe walking through St. Louis with no cameras, drunk on four PBRs? I'm gonna have to choose Amsterdam, cause yeah. And if I did that in St. Louis, the chances are good they'd show up. They'd show up, and instead of targeting the guy that was trying to jack me up with a knife, that motherfucker's probably shoot me three times. Mm-hmm. So you know, it is what it is. And I have a lot of world travel, extensive world travel, to base my ideas on. Versus a lot of people who are landlocked and don't have the experience that I have, so they have a much smaller worldview. But, right. but uh, the only thing I can do is say everybody else needs to smarten the fuck up and get the fuck out for a while and have a look around. And like I said on Puppy Show, I've been in third world countries and I've seen three-year-old sleeping on a cardboard box in the middle of the street with no parent. I've had my taxi stopped by a crying woman with a three-year-old baby with no teeth. And I've handed her an American bill that's more than she's ever seen in her life. And I was told later that she probably rented the baby for less than a roll of pennies. And I probably got conned. Maybe I didn't. I hope I didn't. I hope I changed my life. But the last time I thought, I'll tell you the story. The last time I was in the Philippines, I dated a lot. And when I say dated, that means I went to bars where there were lots of girls, and if you paid a bar fine, then they were your date. So you call what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of guys would just go through that. They'd run through, you know, whatever, 10 days, 20 girls, whatever. I was there for a month. And after a few days, I, I you know, I'm not a, I, I, I don't really believe in prostitution. But I do like women. And it exists, I assure you. And, and, and it's vacation. So there was a girl that I liked. And I said, just make yourself available, and, you know, we'll date. And I realized that that included compensation, but she lived in a dirt floor fucking hut with her mother and her kid and a baby daddy that didn't exist. Before I left, I'm just, and I'm not trying to sound like a humanitarian, because I was on vacation, I had my fun. But she was a great girl sweet to be around, pleasant. Possibly, if I'd stuck around, I might, I might have actually exported her and married her because she was fucking awesome. But, before I left, I gave her more money than she'd ever seen in her life, which was a few hundred American, for her kid's birthday. Then, I went to a foreign, a UK-based dentist who was in the Philippines and I dropped another large stack of American money which I'm not willing to disclose but a lot because 
the reason she couldn't get out of the bar industry, and I'm not talking she did not work in a horror she worked in a floating bar where it's your job description is a little sketchy, but her teeth weren't perfect. They weren't bad. It wasn't like breaking bad. They weren't perfect. So I went and I dropped a giant stack of cash on my way out the door and said, fix it all, because then she could get a work, work in a bank or the Hilton or the Shangri-La Matati and, nice. and make money and improve her life and put a steel roof on her parents' house and tile floors in and da 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 So I didn't come in like a tourist, get my, you know, buy a bunch of $10 blowjobs, block away and go, thank God my HIV and herpes test came back negative. Woo-hoo! And I bought a fake Rolex. I went in, I had my, I had my fun, but I had socially conscious fun. And... Before I left, I tried to make a major difference in the lives of not only a woman, but her small child. And I left feeling like I did a positive thing. And I have no regrets. If if I had to do it again, I actually would have given her about six times what I gave her because I could have. But I took care of I did. I went above and beyond the call of duty in all aspects, had all the fun I wanted to have, didn't play hire a hooker, and if you were to go to a bar in a certain part of the Philippines, you would see one of my internet nicknames painted in bright orange glowing script in one of the bars because I threw 300 bucks worth of ping pong balls for them, for them all to collect. So they painted my name, so they painted my name, not my Christian name, on the wall of the bar. I had a lot of fun, but I also understood that I had to leave positive social change behind me. And since I couldn't overthrow the government, which was American-owned and operated anyway, I decided to make it on a personal level. And I'm not trying to say I'm a good person or a better person or anything else. I'm just saying that there are things that you can do to make a difference, no matter how small. You know, would you, would thought, you, you, you mentioned overthrowing government. Would you call yourself an anarchist? Absolutely not. No. You, you do have faith in government. I have faith in people. That's different. I mean, by government, I mean, okay, let me let me be a bit more specific. Um, you have faith that we need humans to rule other humans. No, I have faith that we need humans to be elected by other humans to represent the best interests of the majority. That's immoral. We need, we need a structure to keep from to to keep from descending into chaos. Anarchy and chaos are synonymous. Mm, not necessarily. Um, oh absolutely anarchy necessarily. simply well anarchy simply means there's no rulers. It doesn't no, mean there's no, no rulers. No, no, no. Anarchy means no. Anarchy actually means that there is 
absolutely no rule of order. It's not no rule. It is no rule of order. That is the specific definition of anarchy. It's not no rule or or some sort of rule. It is there is no rule of Every order. Every definition and, I've ever looked up says that there is no rulers. There's no one in charge. There's no there's no rulers. There doesn't have to be and the difference is there doesn't this, have to this be an is the part that's, rule that's really hard to get this is the part that's really hard to get through uh for people who don't uh who are who believe in a state but don't understand how you could have um moral elections or moral uh anarchy and it's that um anarchy you can have rules but they'd have to be unanimous in other words you know, if you whatever you, community you know it is choosing Say that again, I didn't hear you. Do you know what the Rainbow Family is? No. Okay, the Rainbow Family is a collective. I don't know if they still exist or not, because I'm kind of old. But the Rainbow Family was a hippie, communal, traveling, dead show without the dead. They ruled by consensus by group agreement. So, there was no central ruler. So, in your book, and by your definition, that would be a form of anarchy, controlled anarchy, but anarchy just the same. You do not need a central ruler. You sure as fuck don't need a president or a prime minister or a dictator or whatever. You certainly do need a cabinet. You need a, a oh, what's what I'm looking for? You need a a group. You need a group of like-minded people that are able to reach a consensus that is positive for the majority of the proletariat. Here's the biggest problem with all of it. Yeah. Any any system you have anywhere is that um, if you have anyone that doesn't want it, they're being immorally forced into a lifestyle they didn't choose. There's no justification for that. Well, then they can wander off into the desert with a tent and a water purifier and fuck off. Well, here's the difference. Here's the difference with an anarchy versus a government system. Let's say, because first off, if you have anarchy like what I was saying, let's let's change the word because your definition of anarchy is different than mine. So I'll say my word is flim-flam. So let's say we have a flim-flam system. I really don't care about the words. The words matter not to me at all. Uh, I just don't believe in government at all. I, that to me has never worked. Based on history, it always fails. And if we were to do a pie chart, it would look like this. You'd have like 95% of the chart as governments that ended in tyranny. And then 5% of the chart would be governments that have yet to end, and they are traveling towards some mysterious end that we have no idea what the fuck they're going to end like. That is the reality of the situation. Do Do you have one example of a society 
that was not structured that way that was successful from the time before Christ, including the Egyptians, and back to now, excluding the cavemen. What do you mean by backed? From the cavemen to now, do you have one example of a society that actually positively worked? What? Yeah, it still does. Wait. The North Sentinel Islanders. The, the North what? Sentinel Islanders are, to this day, all by themselves, no governing body, and you can't possibly change them. Okay. So, there are 17 inbred Polynesians <laughs> living on an island. Yeah, I don't know about Polynesians, but with, they're, with, off the they're more Indian. Yeah. They're off okay. the coast of India, and many a nation has tried to convert them. Anyone who dares to try to get to their island, if you are within eyeshot of their island, they begin building rafts to come out and kill you because Perfect. they don't want you there. They want right. you nowhere near. They don't want anyone there because they like right. their way of life the way it is, and they want yep. nobody interjecting in on, in on it because they're happy. And that's if you're going to have anarchy, if you're going to have a way of life without government, you're going to have no rule, and you're going to be happy. Yeah. I would think that you would need to defend the living shit out of it with that kind of tenacity. Since, since, since you and no one else has ever gotten within 300 feet of their coral reef without getting bayoneted, you wouldn't really be used, and no one's been able to explore their anthropology, no white man, or write a paper about it, then you would have to, then you are working under an assumption that they run things a certain way since no one's ever actually done a valid study on it. It's, they're getting by and they're working out, but maybe, maybe 10 years ago there were a thousand of them. Maybe right now there are 211 of them. And, Another guarantee, since their population is limited to one small island, they are all inbreeding themselves into cross-eyed mongoloids at this point, which is their choice. But what I'm saying is, you're saying I'm using them as an example, but you have no studies to back up that their system actually works because you don't know... Define working. Define working because... Okay. We have systems working right now be, that are functioning, but that doesn't mean they're working towards okay. the interest of humanity. Because right now, well, the best system we have is probably, what, the United States of America, and we're all over the world killing innocent people, probably more innocent people than uh, yeah. Hitler ever has, no, the best, or ever the could best, have dreamed of. The best current governmental system that I'm aware of, by study and by personal experience, is the government of Holland. And they have their shortcomings too, no doubt about it. However, I will say this. In Holland, if they don't, I'm I'm just going to use this as an example, but let's just say, and I've been in Amsterdam when this has happened, that, that the Dutch get upset about Something that's going on in Parliament. Don't know what it is. Don't even really care. Just an incident. Something that's really bothering them. Unlike America, 
all of a sudden, in Dam Square, 65,000 people will pop up demanding a change. And the way the Dutch Parliament is set up, if that many people show up pissed off, they will immediately go into emergency session and if it is the will of the people to change the way that they are doing things in one fucking day, they will change, completely reverse their position to satisfy the proletariat in one fucking day. It doesn't take months of debate and all this other bullshit that we go through in the U.S., blah, 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 and all this jerking off and public speeches. They fucking change it then and now. They don't dick around. That's the first honestly, the first thing I hear in that example. And I'm going off of not much knowledge on their system and not much knowledge on their population. I'm just going off of just really quick uh, assertions from what you've said. Is like first off, I see compared to us, the difference is they have a large turnout for things they dislike. Here, we have a small turnout for things people dislike. Here, we have people that just put up with everything because they're stupid and lazy. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're better because of that, but to me, I'm saying the people of Holland sound like they're more active than Americans, which doesn't say anything for the system of government as much as it does for the people who are ruled under it. Well, for one thing, they don't have Fox News to... to any of them. Number, All of our news two. stations, every channel number we have two. is ruled by corporations that have a common Correct. interest. It's Correct. all bullshit. Number two, they don't. Number two, they don't. They don't believe what they're told. They believe what Huge they research. They, what, they believe the truth, and they and they discern their own truth by doing their own research. So Huge if they don't like, here. if they don't like the, if, if they don't like the something a some let's say there's a tr- something that's uh a trade issue that has been implemented against India that's not about hash and they decide that they're upset about it then two or three days later 65 or 70,000 of them take the damn square and say fuck you change it now here's the difference in America, all these career assholes like Strom Thurmond, who... Isn't he finally is, dead? I thought he finally well, died. thank God, yes. He's been dead for a few years. But they, these idiots in whatever, Louisiana or whatever, kept him in office until he just came in. They wheeled him in every day and he drooled on himself. He supported <laughs> George Wallace's segregation. Um continued to use the word nigger well into the 1970s because he was senile. Well, well, in fact, he impregnated a black woman that worked for him in the 1950s or 60s because he was a fucking hypocritical piece of shit. And Why yet, does anyone trust this government again? I wouldn't put anything past this government. I, w- I wouldn't trust them listen, as far as I could throw them. Listen, I have a lot of experience with this government that goes beyond my personal context within the InfoSec and NatSec community. I've had a lot of experience with the federal system, and I can tell you that you're absolutely right, and it's the 
completely fucking disastrous. It's beyond... Let's put it like this. I would rather be in prison in a dozen third world countries I can name than in a prison camp in the U.S. for a misdemeanor because... Because... Because logical thought dictates that the truth. So we're, it's, in, in other words, like comparing to Holland, comparing to the other examples you've given, we're far beyond a revolution in this country. We're we're well over our due date for putting up with bullshit, for putting up with uh, tyranny. We're we're so uh, poached in it. We're so cooked in it that. It's like a boiling frog. We we don't even realize how fucked we've well, allowed ourselves to become. We do. At, at we, some point, we do. You do. I do. But anybody over the age of fifty-five has no fucking idea. And anybody over the age of sixty-five is still voting for Strom Thurmond, even though he's been dead for ten years. Right. Yeah. So it certainly seems. What we need to do is what we need to do in America to start to change things, in my humble opinion, is to abolish term limits, which doesn't allow some douchebag like Nancy Pelosi, who's a walking fucking Halloween costume of a human being, not to mention a fucking retard, and an embarrassment to the entire human race. She really insert her head into her vagina and go drown herself in a bathtub, for instance. <laughs> and that's me that being and that's me being nice. That's what nice, yeah. That's the do. nicest thing I think I've ever heard anyone say about her. Actually. Yeah, well, thank you. And I hope, <laughs> I hope and, and I'm sure I'm off for Christmas list now, but that's okay. <laughs> Right. Uh, hey, her and her husband own like a fifteen million dollar Napa vineyard. Do you think? Do you, do you think she made that fifteen million bucks, or do you think a no. lobbyist made it possible? Well, a lobbyist made it but, possible, and so did all but, of the Mexican immigrants who are not being paid the minimum wage but, who currently work on the vineyard that she but, stole up through. Yeah. For, no. Yeah. Yeah. We know what's happening. We get it. Bought and paid for. Yeah. I hope that I. I'll admit in my own ignorance, that I thought that Barack Obama, when he was first up for president, could be, I hate to use this example, but a Kennedy-esque possibility of change, even though we know John F. Kennedy was a giant fucking whoremaster and hypocrite and fucking tool whose father, Joe, is a bootlegger and bought his presidency and the Gene Connors and the mob bought it and everything else, blah, blah, blah. But I did hope for hope and change. Instead, we got a carry-on of the Bush. Uh, we, got a, we got George Bush Part Two with darker skin and a Democratic tag who went even yeah. further into ass-fucking us all out of our privacy. And we got an attorney general who's uh, only possible match for absolute corruption, evil, and criminality uh, is now about to quit so he can go get a job getting handed two million bucks a year to do nothing by some random think tank that no one's ever heard of who fucked a whole bunch of, of 
people and broke promises and whatever else. So I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. After all these examples, after all these examples we've gone over tonight, after everything we've talked about, all the maybe this, maybe that could have worked, and hopefully Barack Obama could have done something. After everything we've talked about, the the reality of anarchy sounding more feasible because it's been less tried versus government, which has always been tried for the most amount of time throughout human history and all for the most amount of time has failed miserably in the worst ways and have amounted for more deaths than anything else at all. Governments amount for the most death in human uh, lives than any kind of other murders. Government murders are the most um, uh, amountful when it comes to de- human death. I think that anarchy is starting to become feasible, and first off, libertarianism will be the step one. Everybody's going to go like yeah, as oh, long libertarianism. As, not Rand, as long as it's not as long as it's not Rand Paul's faggot. Yeah, uh, and I don't mean that don't, in a sexual don't trust, way. But yeah, don't no, don't he, trust him. He's a fucking no, he's no, a show. He's a show. No, he, he's no, playing he's off of his father's shit. popularity. 